Welcome, and thank you for joining us Inside the Vocal Majority, a podcast featuring members of one of the most accomplished and respected choruses. This is the second in a series of podcasts which will include stories and music spanning our almost 50-year history. Our plan is to bring you additional podcasts periodically on the Vocal Majority website, vocalmajority.com. The debut episode featured musical director Greg Clancy in conversation with Anthony Bartholomew, who's a certified Barbershop Harmony Society judge, arranger, and member of the Vocal Majority. We continue now with our second podcast as their conversation continues. The craziest Christmas shows, were you around for uh, Snowmageddon? Were you around that year? Is that when we had to move the show? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we, if you recall, our shows got iced out. There was a big ice storm and most, I think three of the four shows got, got canceled and we didn't know what we were going to do. And that's also, you know, the Christmas shows are the primary revenue generator for the chorus every year. And it was, we didn't know what to do. And file for bankruptcy. (laughs) I was already filling out the paperwork. We're like, what are you doing? (laughs) Which chapter of bankruptcy (laughs) is, is it at that point? But, um, but yeah, so our shows, three of our shows ended up being after Christmas. Somebody said, well, the 27th and 28th are available. And I was like, what? Right. And I right. said, well, people can choose to come or not come, but then we're still honoring our commitment. And well, you know, we thought long and hard about it. And that's, that's an interesting idea. And then of all things, I remember that first, you know, on the 27th, the curtain opened and that show, everybody came. They, it yeah. was packed. And I remember the, it's not something you could do every year, but for that year, the sense of calm over the audience that's not there before Christmas because they have so much going on in their mm-hmm. life. It's like, I'm here because I need, get me in the spirit. I need to get in the spirit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Life's moving fast. Christmas is going to be here before you know it. And this, at this time, they were done with Christmas, but they were still in the spirit and celebrating the holiday season. And it was a certain calm and peace over the audience that uh-huh. never experienced before. And being that they were through all that, through all of it, but still very much in the spirit. And I was amazed. I was shocked. You know, I don't know of anybody having Christmas shows after Christmas. Right. <laughs> it doesn't doesn't make of, sense. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, or it's either that or it's really early for the next year. Right. right. You know, yeah, right. We're, yeah. We're three hundred and sixty-three days. You know, early this year, but. <laughs> Um, but it, yeah, that was a real, that was one of the more memorable seasons of shows that I remember. And people came and they enjoyed it, you know, and I don't think anybody was, um, well, I don't think anybody would have come if they weren't still okay with celebrating Christmas at that point. You yeah. Know? You know, yeah. I, I think for a lot of people, there is a little bit of relief when it's done. When I, you know, for me, I, I lo- and again, I love the season, but when it's over, I'm thinking, I don't have to think of gifts for anybody. Like I don't have to come up with something creative. Mm-hmm. I don't have to rap. Um, all I have to do is take down the street and start enjoying the rest of winter. You know? <laughs> right. Don't get me wrong. All the stuff leading up to it, even yeah. though it's hectic, I have a blast. But you're right. There's got to be some sort of feeling when it's all done and you've put away all the dishes from all your family coming mm-hmm. over that you get to say, oh, I get to just go to the show now and enjoy it like, yeah. without yeah. having to think about what else is going on. You yeah. Know, without I, any obligation. I think it's easier for them to maybe, especially in the, you know, the sacred set, mm-hmm. um, it's just easy. It was easy for them to climb in and... Uh, experience that with us. So yeah, that was super interesting. God bless you, merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. Oh, 
tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, 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 joy. From God our heavenly Father, a blessed angel came, and unto certain shepherds brought tidings of the same. How that in Bethlehem was born the Son of God by name. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. that a little bit the the sacred set now again i've only been in 10 years i guess i guess only that's been Rookie. quite a while yeah just a brand new guy <laughs> compared so to some of those other guys yeah. Yeah. speaking yeah you, you're right yeah i mean is it 60 years you've been in 45 45 where did i get 60 from <laughs> i'm not 60 yet but thank you anthony i, I knew I it was appreciate the sentiment. Okay. for me only 10 yeah. but for as long as i've known we've always had a Silly, kind of scripted first half, mm-hmm. and a a more sacred spiritual second half. Has that always been kind of the case? Yeah, it's been the formula. Yeah, pretty much throughout. And it's funny you mentioned. I I don't think I never thought of it as a formula. I mean, I know that's kind of been the, and I don't think that's the way you meant it. But I've, no. I I think of it as a, a, a kind of an old faithful, but. It, it seems to work, and it seems, for example, I couldn't think of it backwards. You know, I don't think mm-hmm. we can go in so somber and solemn and and um, 
and reverence, and then turn, flip it around after we've sung about yeah, you know, sung about Christ for 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 uh, an hour, and then turn around and start you know Singing doing a hoedown or whatever the theme is. You know, the one time yeah. that we had the theme of the the. Conspiracy theorists and the, you know, that kind of stuff. I think that'd be weird to come out. It would be weird to flip it. Yeah, it's kind of like the holidays itself. You know, you, it's kind of this the secular, I think, season, and mm-hmm. then when you know Christmas Eve rolls around, and you know you start realizing what the real meaning of the season sure. is. And so, yeah, it's uh, it it's always. I think it's a, pretty much always been that way, mm-hmm. and uh, seems to be very natural. This course has helped me a lot personally. Um, you know, my, I don't know if this is too early to kind of get into this kind of subject, but we can, we can edit around this. If we need to, but, <laughs> let's uh, go, let's go. Christmas Day, 2007, my father passed away. Oh, wow. Untimely. Yeah. And um, so Christmas used to have such a great meaning for me. And I lost a lot of that, you know, that w- what a, what a time to lose somebody, you know, what a, what a very specific and odd date to, to lose somebody that close to you, you know. Wow. And it took me a few years to kind of recover from that, from a, from a grieving standpoint as well as a spirituality standpoint. And I met my wife, who's a cradled Catholic, you know, and, and um, she helped kind of turn that around in me quite a bit. And being in these shows, especially when we get to some of the real spiritual music and just you, whatever you want to call it, but feeling something, singing these songs, even at a rehearsal, really started putting me in the mood again and really started helping me... Um, get back into it. I, I don't know how else to put it, but get back into that Christmas is, it's, there's so much behind it and there's so much to be able to celebrate in that. And I think it took me probably until the 10 year anniversary to really say, I've got these kids now. I've got, it's been a while that I've, that I have grieved. And, um, I think it's okay for me to start enjoying this again. But the, the steps that I took along the way, I was helped every time I, we started rehearsing these songs. I mean, mm-hmm. we'll start rehearsing these songs in August, right? Yeah, that's and so I, true. I, I think, my God, this is oh yeah, I'm I'm pumped, I'm ready to go. And it, nothing else was doing that for me, you know. And so that's something I'm really I really owe to this course. I'm really grateful to this course for is is what it's been able to provide for me as a just as a as a member. You know, I think the course is that way for everybody. I think for people to the way I've always viewed it is is the members have to get more out of it than they get than they give. Sure. And I think especially now. You know, putting harmony into in the world right now is, you know, is a significant thing to do. Absolutely, yeah. We play even whatever small part we play in that. I think is yeah. greater than the the sum of us individually for sure. Yeah. yeah. And now is the time. You're right. Now is the time to to really for everybody to lean into harmony. I would say. Yeah. You know, yeah. whether you sing or not, or if it's something you can enjoy. If it's if it's us, if it's not us, whatever. Yeah. Whatever puts you in that right kind of mood. It doesn't even have to be Christmas show related. But I th- I think everybody kind of needs that outlet in order to be able to. To get through, you know, whatever it is everyone's going Absolutely, through right now. Absolutely, man. You know? Absolutely. So, yeah, you know, the, the Christmas shows, I mean, gosh, I guess it's been over 40 years now we've been we've been doing these things. You know? So how is it? How, is, how have they changed over the 40 years? What are some of the – what's the highlight reel? Well, <laughs> there, was a, there was a banner year one year when we, um, we decided it would be a good idea to have a processional – um, to open the sacred set, the second act. Okay. And uh, march in or walk in, and we were the course is all like in shepherd's robes and stuff, you know, for the for the sacred half of the oh, show. Wow. And uh, and we'd all walk in from the back, and I, I think, if I recall, I think we 
ended up lip syncing the song because it was a tempo song and because we literally started with two people walking in from the back of the hall, you know, down the two uh-huh. aisles and everybody kind of walked in. Then we amassed on the risers, you know, row by row. Right. So I, I think, I'm not 100% sure, but so it seems like we were carrying these candles or these fake candles, you know, the little lit candles. Mm-hmm. And so there was, there was an orchestra pit. Because we had, you know, we had we had Brian Piper. It was probably Bob Piper, his dad back then, playing in okay. playing in the rhythm section that yeah. it would accompany us. So the pit was down, you know, ten or ten feet or so, and we had these little bridges across the pit, and these little ramps. But they hadn't had the foresight to put handrails on. So <laughs> one of our members, <laughs> Tom Bamford, bless his heart. Um, he was having trouble seeing. It was fairly dark, and uh, he—I think—he got about halfway across the ramp and took a right, thinking he was on the stage, oh, and, and no. went into the orchestra pit. Well, I'm in the front row, so I'm in the back, right? Because the front row came on at last, and I didn't—I didn't realize anything was going on. Uh-huh. But most of the audience by that point had figured it out, and we're singing this—you know, like lip syncing with this. <laughs> song and you know there's this this moaning coming from the pit and tom had had fallen and it was it was pretty stunningly bad Holy um, cow. so ambulances came and you know the show stopped and the, and the poor guy he had, he had we we had our tuxes on underneath or our tux shirts and stuff because we had been in those and then we just threw these robes on and came mm-hmm. out and he was in serious pain and but he wouldn't let him cut his tuck shirt he oh. said this is my vm tuck shirt you're not going <laughs> to cut this off of me they'll kick me out <laughs> they'll kick me out <laughs> so he ended up like breaking his pelvis it was just a horrific holy it, cow that whole weekend it was like everything bad happened in that weekend that could happen on christmas shows um some an, an audience member reacted to him falling and had like a heart attack or something in the crowd. What? So, yeah, it was it was surreal and awful. At the so okay, in the same show in the same show in the same ten minutes. Yeah, Tom one of our, one falls of our members over. falls and breaks his pelvis in the pit. Somebody yeah. in the audience f- f- freaks out, for lack of a better term, yeah. so so badly that they have a heart attack. Yeah. And are they okay? Do we know? Well, they were at the time. (laughs) It was was horrible. So we're like, you know, I mean, we just obviously, no one had any clue how to handle that moment or what to do, you know, and we did the best that we could and got through it. And, you know, the show ended up going on, you know, after a a significant pause. But it was, I just remember, I mean, I was so upside down and just felt so bad for this person and for Tom Bamford. And Tom yeah. came back to the chorus. He's passed since then. He was older even at the time. But he survived. He survived and he came back and sang with the chorus for, for years no after that. No hard feelings. No hard feelings. Yeah, he was, like I said, he wouldn't, you know, he still had his tuck shirt intact. Clear. Again, again you know, nobody knew what to do. So, yeah, that was a memorable weekend. You know, that was one. Uh, Sounds like a cursed forget. weekend. Yeah, it, you, was, it was that. But, you know, it's one of those moments you'll never forget.
If you're listening at home or wherever you're listening in the car, come to the shows. It's not, this doesn't happen usually. You're going to be fine. <laughs> That's not the norm. That's not the norm. <laughs> you'll come to the show. You'll have a good time. You'll applaud. You'll go home safely. This is not, yes. this is yeah, not the no, way this yeah, works. This is, or if you want to join our chorus, we, I don't know, we'll, we put up some rails. Try, yeah, we do have rails. You're so, right. Yeah, we, we have rails. <laughs>
<laughs> so there's been meetings and stuff since yeah. then, how yeah. we can make this better for everybody. Yeah. So what, what's your favorite song that we do? My favorite Christmas song. song. Christmas song. Besides Polar Express. Polar Express is number <laughs> one through three. My so favorite. Polar Express and then the tag to Polar Express. And the tag to Polar two, Express. Right? <laughs> I stole that from you. <laughs> my favorite song that we do, um, I'm going to say is uh, Mary Did You Know. There's something dramatic about that song. Mm-hmm. There's something almost romantic. I, not, in the, not in that term you might be not thinking sure. of right away, but very, um, there's just so much it's so morose it's 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 it tells a story it tells the entire story in my mind you know and it and it and from a technical standpoint we get to the tag and it just it blows my socks off every year it's it's it it's amazing to me just what that four minutes will do to me as you know as a mm-hmm, singer mm-hmm. and what i think it does to the audience as well and then hearing that because i think we did that last year too where i was watching it from the from the audience and and just being kind of overcome with the emotion and overcome with the story a little bit it was it was so enjoyable
you know, I don't. I get a different perspective because I'm typically acting or performing in the shows. Mm-hmm. I think I've counted that I've performed eight different characters on eight, eight different shows. Wow! They keep calling me back. Good. Big mistake. Hopefully, it'll be nine. Um. Yeah. You think they'll put me on this? I year? hope so. Who do I talk to? Counting about that? on it. <laughs> I'll call someone about it. <laughs> So that usually means I'm backstage for the first half. So I'm ah. missing a lot of these kind of, I'm singing in the back, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit, but mostly I'm cramming my lines and seeing where I'm going to make stuff up and seeing where I'm going to improvise. Because a lot of people think I'm just making it up on the spot, but I've <laughs> put some thought into it. I put some thought into what I think is going to work, yeah. you know, and that's a little secret into the life of mm-hmm. an improvisational master. No, not really, but <laughs> I am um, a faux improvisational a fo- master. <laughs> yeah, such an imposter is really what's going on. <laughs> this guy's making this stuff up up there. And I'm like, no, I've got, I've got, I've been thinking about this since the shower this morning, you know. <laughs> but I try to inject a little bit of kind of goofiness into the shows and you know I've gotten a lot of comments that hey, you know it's it's you know it's the funny stuff's funnier it seems like because I it really helps kind of drive the story along mm-hmm. in terms of you know how much can we really enjoy this just from a theatrical perspective, you know. I mean the singing obviously is pristine, you know, and yeah. I don't mean to toot my own horn about my chorus, but that's that's just the way yeah. it is, you know. Yeah. And and it's fun to kind of be able to act it's to act in that role. I was I was in theater was my barbershop before barbershop was my ah, barbershop, you know. So that's where I started that doesn't with, surprise with performing, you know. Yeah, yeah, and so I get a different perspective because I'm hearing the songs on the stage, or I'm hearing the songs immediately behind the stage, and and sometimes I'm able to listen. Sometimes I'm trying to remember what it is I'm going to say next, or I'm going to enter. But you know, so e- but even though I'm performing half of the songs as the rest of the guys in this case, um, I still get to kind of go out and and do my own kind of performance. You know, and that's something I've had so much fun with over the years. You know. Um, I guess it was Chad. Chad Emke took a bet on me probably my second Christmas in. And he said, you know, he, he said, hey, we're having auditions. Whoever wants to act. I said, you know, this is yeah, something so I think I can wow. do. And they put me in and they haven't taken me out. And I've, yeah. I've been able to be, a, I've been a penguin. I've been a, an elf. I've been a conspiracy guy. I don't know how to describe <laughs> that. You know, just the kind of a goofy kind of out there guy. Um you know, and it's 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 cool just to be, because the shows, the, the, the first half of the shows are never... Um, you're never going to do the same thing twice, or maybe you have, and it's been more than 10 years, but we do something completely different every year. And it's so neat that somebody in our chorus will, and that's Chad too, I think, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he'll sit and write the script in a couple months and it's different and it's exciting and it's fun. Yeah. And it's, it doesn't feel amateur to me, you know, it, it feels, it, it feels as though that was his job. That, as though that's what he does regularly. And he's not, he's a chief officer or something or other, you know, and he's not a, a full-time yeah, he's script a left writer. brain, right brain guy, right. for sure. Yeah, you know, and it's it's uh, it's how wonderful to have that kind of talent on the course where somebody can really put that on for us. That mm-hmm. we're you know, and maybe it's a law of numbers thing where we have a hundred something guys in the group. Eventually, someone's going to be able to write a script, but <laughs> what if not? You know, <laughs> oh, I know. It's it's yeah. The chorus is blessed with a wealth of talent and depth. So those those are moments that I remember and I just cherish. I think you know every. I try to cherish every moment I have with this chorus. It brings out, you know, my highest self. And yeah. I just, I don't know where I'd be without it. I'm just grateful. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like it's had a pretty big impact on uh, everything. And, I'll, and I um, mean, for a lot of people. You sure know, thing. Can yeah. never, I think the the prevailing thought is for the guys is that it's hard to give back what you get. Mm-hmm. You know, that you can never repay what you get out of this chorus. That's certainly how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. But 
Anyway, buddy, well, Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Thanks for having me. We're here at the beautiful TM Studios Yeah, in Farmer's Branch. I've never been in a studio like this. It's, I it's, can't hear anything. <laughs> is that that's by design? It's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty dry on purpose. It's a it's a beautiful facility. I'm lucky to be able to work here. I wouldn't be working here if I hadn't been in the chorus. This is part of it too. You think? Oh, absolutely. It's where I got my training to sing and write jingles. You know, was, was that's so this, cool. So. I think I ended up here a, a little bit in part of the chorus. You know, when mm-hmm. I was looking for jobs after college, wow, um, something popped up in Dallas, and I said, "Yeah, and then I can yeah. sing with the VM." I mean, that's, that's what you do. Yeah. And so that had no small part. I think if I were to ever move, it would have to be somewhere with. First of all, nothing in my mind would compare to this. You mm-hmm. know, but it would have to be somewhere with with the barbershop. You know, but even then, I know there's so much more to just sounding good and fun you yeah, know, there's so much more to being part of it it's a it's, with these, it's with these important friends. to a lot of people and you know like i said i'm just couldn't be more grateful for it should we go to rehearsal let's go okay. we should go rehearse some songs christmas songs ironically christmas songs yeah, including the polar express the polar express which if you're listening to this in the year 2030 we'll still be doing <laughs> I hope. And it'll still be the best song on the, the show. Best song on the, the best show. arrangement. And come to our shows and you can check out when they are at vocalmajority.com. Yep. Right? That's it. And you go see them. You have to go see them. You're gonna have a great time and come come introduce yourselves to us and we'll we'll talk to you like this. Yes. Like we're all, like we're all in the podcast together. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, buddy. Whoa, whoa. On the Polar Express You bet When we get there We'll scream Yeah Yeah, we'll arrive With a bang, 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 bang Ooh, laughing all the way It's you choo choo With a strategy That rivals all the best But you won't ever see it advertised Not advertised It's a simple fact We stay on track Though sometimes we digress Cause that's the way things happen On the Polar Express Here's, here's the seeming mist That's the sound of her breathing Clang, clang, the boiler bangs What a wonderful show What a show, what a show, what a show Wonderful show With a comfy seat and lots to eat Boy, it's just the best Wish it wouldn't ever have to end The little luck will be on time There's no need to stress Cause that's the way things happen On the Polar Express Lights are gleaming far across the snow No, 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 you're Ding, 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 ding,
Wolverine Golly, look at her, go, go, go If you wanna join us, come along We'll check our manifest Cause that's how we do on the Polar Express This is how we do it on the Polar Express Now when we get there We are gonna wanna scream Yeehaw! We'll arrive with the bang, bang, bang Laughing all the way If you wanna join us, come along You can be our guest Cause that's the way things happen on the roller coaster It's the Polar Express Come be our guest All aboard the track and everybody's clapping That's the way things happen They happen on the Polar Express and join the fun Just say yes because that's the way things happen On the Polar Express It's the Polar Express That's a vocal majority learning track for the song, The Polar Express. The arrangement was done for us by Anthony Bartholomew. And singing all four parts on that learning track is one of our members, Will Renfro. This wraps up our second podcast episode, Inside the Vocal Majority. Our third episode will feature a conversation with Jim Clancy, executive musical director. He'll have more stories about the vocal majority and also some more Christmas music. Watch for it at our website, vocalmajority.com and Facebook page. And be sure to like us on the Facebook page so you can get the latest news about future podcasts, performances, videos, and new music releases. And our music is available for purchase on our website, vocalmajority.com. So until next time, thanks for listening. I'm Nick Alexander.